everybody and welcome to the We Only Do One Take Podcast. It's the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I am Turch and which with me via Skype is my co-host, my CEO and the birthday boy himself. It's Kieran. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be back as always, and uh, the big two nine, the big twenty nine, big two nine. Look at you, you're feeling feeling sprightly. Well, do you know what? Right, I um, I, I saw my mother on Saturday. My birthday was on the Sunday, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was with I was with my mother, and I go, oh yeah, it's my birthday tomorrow, mum. And she goes, oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> Which I was sort of like, as a mother, I don't think you should forget your son's birthday. And I then I was like, not. well. Technically, it's still tomorrow, so you've got time, Mum. That's true. That's true. Far out. I can't believe it. Twenty nine. We still haven't celebrated. Like that was one thing I was missing this this weekend. We were meant to celebrate. It's going to be a. It's going to be a belated celebration. Which it just is going to be a belated. It is going to be a belated one, only because, um, mm. you're off to off to Vietnam. Vietnam to get the spoons. <laughs> if you fucking come back with spoons, that's it. We can end the podcast. <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's all it was leading to. I think. <laughs> well, the spoons are on their way, coming to pick them what up. What did we? Did we say that like episode ten, episode eleven? As a joke, we said we'd get spoons. Something uh, like that. I think we should just step I it up. I think we should give the spoons to our dear listeners for only ninety nine dollars a spoon. <laughs> you know what? Next thing we talked about dildos. We should get commemorative dildos. <laughs> Little ones. What was that? We should get commemorative, oh, commemorative dildos for dildos, our listeners. Yes. That'd be pretty good. Because we've done one? that before. Or dildo molds. We, we, could, we could mold each of our penises. <laughs> I'm, okay. Dildo well, mold them. If we, get, if we can get $1,000 a month on Patreon, I will mold my own cock for the, for the listeners of this show. That's a fair deal. Thousand dollars a month, and if for you, ten thousand dollars a month, a, you can have my cock. There you go. See, I I set reasonable targets. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, but I'm I'm a premium, a premium version, <laughs> premium membership over there uh, for a premium member. Kieran, <laughs> uh, it's your birthday, and I hear that you have a rant. <laughs> I do have a rant, and. I want to congratulate the people of Melbourne for their very fast actioned response to the vegan protest that occurred not too long ago. <laughs> Within a very oh. short period of time, people were talking about how they're going to bring their barbecues down to Federation Square and have a barbecue. I did see a lot of a lot of our events. I did see a lot of events for that. I think that uh, Bunnings was leading the charge. <laughs> but shame on the vegans. Now, I have some vegan friends and, and good on them. Good on them for the... Okay, course, can right? you go I... back? Because there's going to be some international people that don't know what happened. So explain what happened. Ah, uh, yes, to our international listeners. Well, uh, in the morning, many people need to catch the train and to get to work to make a living. And the... Well, actually, I want to go back a few days. This was... There's a big protest Monday morning. On the Saturday, I had gone to the Queen Victoria Market, right? And there's a bunch of police that have, like, blocked the road. And I go, oh, fuck, you know, what type of terrorist incidents happened at the Queen Victoria Market, right? 
Anyway, it turned out to be vegan protesters. Probably about a hundred <laughs> so, of them. So, still a singing, terrorist organisation then. <laughs> singing some god-awful song. And I continued to ignore them and get a HSP. Now, <laughs> so that... That is yeah. a halal snack pack. Uh, got mixed um, with uh, with chips. Uh, so that was a good it was a good lunch. Um, so that was fine, and I thought, oh, that's the end of them. Then to wake up Monday morning and to hear the vegans have taken some vans or some cars, blocked one of the busiest Melbourne city mm. intersections, and sat down and did a peaceful protest. Now, good on them for doing a protest. Not good on them for disrupting the people of, of Melbourne. The way that you do protest these days is you inform the police. The police allow or are able to put in traffic diversions. People are aware that there's going to be a protest, can make alternative arrangements, yada, 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 yada. These people didn't respect the community and want to shove it down people's throats. And I say shame on them. Shame, shame, shame. Now, as a person living in Ballarat, I was not affected by this. Uh, I was able to continue my sweet journey to work and not be late. Uh, however, if I was in Melbourne, I would have taken advantage of that. And even if I wasn't, I would have been terribly late to work. It's about maximising opportunity. <laughs> I was actually uh, working from home that day, so I was pretty lucky because I don't think I would have enjoyed myself around the commotion that actually happened down there. Uh, my, I was just very confused because I saw it on the news. I was doing stuff, saw it on the news and this and that. And I was just thinking to myself, what exactly... Like, okay, I understand that, you know, being a vegan is a lifestyle choice. Just like eating eating meat is a lifestyle choice. And I could... Look, let's just not go into the whole thing that humans are omnivores and we're built to eat both meat mm. and vegetables and plant life and stuff like that. I'll put that to a side. But veganism is a lifestyle choice. Like, being a vegan is a lifestyle choice. I don't understand how they can protest a lifestyle choice. Like, I understand if you're protesting for, you know, better pay, or you're, you know, uh, back in the day, the right to vote. Like, I can understand that, because that's a right that you're fighting for. But if you're protesting to persuade other people to become like you... I can think of nothing more, like nothing more that's going to stop people from trying to be like you than stopping a whole city <laughs> from functioning as a group. I, I look at them and I just go, you're a bunch of hippies, right? Ferals. Because, okay, so the, I mean, maybe they've got some element of truth here, animal cruelty, right? Yeah. But go in and actually, you know, um, uh, Temple Grandin created this method for cows before they get slaughtered, right? Their head gets chopped off, right? Yep. They walk through and, and she made it so they reduce reduces their stress. Yeah. And the cows couldn't see what was happening in front of them and couldn't panic. And I'm like, that is a person who has actually made a difference to cows. Yeah. There's She's actually thought about like the problem and thought about how she could actually, you know, solve this thing. What they're doing, they're protesting. None of them are going to go away. None of them are going to actually think about how could they, how could they think about the manufacturing line and reduce the cruelty. No, no one's going to do that. No one's thinking about the actual hard problem and how to solve it. But the the hard problem is that people like to eat meat, 
That For them, that's the problem. And you know what? I've got to say, even if things were unethical when it came to the treatment of animals, for my food, I'd still probably eat meat. I don't, oh, I, I don't I, I, think that's going to stop me. Absolutely. And I think, I think the world is, you know, go back to when, when we might have been uh, cave hunters and mm. we would have slaughtered animals. That wouldn't have been... We probably I don't think anyone was caring about the animals. Pardon? I, I don't think anyone back in the day was caring about the animals' well-being when they were being hunted. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I, I'm just saying we probably do it in a far better way these days. Well, you know, even like 50, 60 years ago, they, like, they used to hammer the, the cow's heads with hammers. And now they use one of those, like, it's like a gun sort of thing and it sort of just shoots out and shoots back yeah. in right to the brain and they potentially feel no pain and if you're talking about someone saying that they're comfortable and they're calm and they don't see what's happening at all i mean that's you know we we humans can't even get that treatment if they really want to die Mm. yet we give it to the cows so anyway i was disappointed in their protest uh I, i thought they needed to go back to the drawing board and um you know don't shove it down our throats I think that's the big thing. Again, they're, they're, they were protesting for people to join their lifestyle choice. I don't want to join their me, lifestyle. That, I enjoy meat. I like yeah, meat. Exactly right. It's you know, it's like a bunch of people going, you need to come and do, I don't know, flying fox, whatever that is, like every week. Like it's a lifestyle choice. Oh, I don't enjoy that. I enjoy other things. Thank you anyway. No amount of you protesting is going to stop me from doing you know living the way i want to live and i'm sure it wouldn't work the other way around and again you stated it before more people have decided we're going to get some barbecues we're going to put some sausages on there we're going to have a really good time we're going to have some beers with Which, that you'll love this church um we finally at work went on strike for a better more reasonable pay i was going to say that that's a now, reasonable me- reason to go on strike now, me not being a technically a union member, I'm not allowed to strike. So I got paid for the day. But that didn't stop me at lunchtime when roughly the strike occurred. And uh, to go down and to get a snag off the barbecue and to talk to my colleagues, which I claimed was my lunch lunchtime. That's pretty good. I know. You can't go wrong with the sausage and bread. No, you can't. So I got to see the strike. I didn't participate in the strike. I wasn't striking because I'm not a union member. Can't do that. But there's nothing in the rules that say I can't be present near the strike. No. There's nothing that says you can't have the sausages that the strike has there. That's right. Pay for it with your own funds. I'm very proud of you that you were there eating meat. Supporting (laughs) my colleagues as they striked. Good on them. Uh, There we go. um, Good... Two months into the job, and there we go, we're striking. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of striking, Kieran, it is your birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. And um, believe it or not, people sent in birthday messages for you. Oh, really? Oh, shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> before we started the show, I asked for you to... I've got them all, obviously, and then I re- and then we've made them a bit random. So here is a birthday message just for you. Um, I've got the names, so if they don't say their names in the thing, we can go through them. Is that I've only let's just see what the first birthday message is, eh? All right. 
Uh, hi, Kieran. It's Weeksy here. Just want to wish you a very happy birthday. Hope you get lots of gifts, presents, alcohol, whatever does it for you. And, oh yeah, fuck you. <laughs> oh, lovely. Thanks, Weeksy. <laughs> Would you like another one? Oh, sure. Go for it. Yeah, alright. Here we go. Here we go. Hi, Kieran. It's Sam Neil from The Dish. Just wishing you a very happy birthday. And go fuck yourself. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Sam Neil from The Dish. Sam Neil. Sent you a message. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I've got some more of those to play, but how, how about I get into an article for you there, Kieran? And <laughs> oh, can I hear one more? <laughs> you want to hear one more? Okay, here we go. Here's I one want to more. hear one more. Oh, thanks, Church's mum. <laughs> no, that was Jess. <laughs> I know, I know. We actually I just, do. You know. I actually do have one from my mum. <laughs> oh no way! <laughs> I'll play that later in the show. I think that's All one right, we can save enough. for another time. But Kieran, I've got a, I've got a cracker of an article. Man who never felt human lives life as a dog yes. in a three thousand dollars suit. The Mirror reports that Kaz James... I don't even own a $3,000 th- suit. I, I know. This is a dog suit. A $3,000 dog suit. So, the Mirror reports that James Kaz, a 37-year-old man from Manchester, England, um, he said he's never felt like a human believed he was a dog since he was a child. He reveals that he wears a $3,500 suit, uh, dog suit, and he behaves just like a dog. He adds that he even eats food from a bowl while barking and biting at people. And this is a quote from the YouTube clip. I didn't ever feel like a human. I always felt like a dog that was really out of place. I never really had a name for it. Being a pup wasn't the thing I knew about. When I met other people like me, I felt I could be myself, he explained. I know by my friends for saying... uh, I know... uh, I was known by my friends for saying hello by grabbing them by the uh, hold of their collar and their shirt, and licking them, and this and that, being very canine in behavior, I always knew how I was, I was always a dog, and during the day, he works at a store, uh, and uh, prefers to be a full-time orange, brown, and camo canine, and he'll behave like a normal person when he's at work, or at a friend's house, because uh, as that many people think being a human pup is a strange fetish, but it is more about reconnecting with childhood fun and romance. So there you go. That's in a way similar to cosplay. It, to a degree, I guess. But cosplay <laughs> is sort of like you're being... A, you know it's a fantasy and you're just doing it like to dress up as your character and enjoy yourself at the certain points in time. Whereas this, like, he's living every day apart from when he's at work as a dog. Like, he's biting people and is eating out a of a bowl. Thing? He says at the end there's something about romance. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I... There must be a very small niche for for this kind of thing. Like, I, I'm not into it at all. Like, this is this is just too weird for me. Well, good on him. Ah, good on him. Good on him. No, <laughs> but he well, dress, I, I, you know. I, 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 I should send you the link, but he does dress up as a full, like, dog. 
and wears like a collar and he's got like ears and shit like that and runs around like on all fours. I don't want to make I don't want to make this connection, but just yeah. hear me out. Yeah. Um. A lot of people who have because I was doing a little bit of research before I changed topics. Um. There is some scientific literature out there which indicates that um, people who identify as trans or people who engage in this sort of like um, as a dog and all that, there's like yeah. 60 percent prevalence of them have very high autistic traits. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I I didn't say that, people. That was the doctor over there, the good doctor. <laughs> so I can back that up. Um, so that's amazing. Saying, that this is the case, but a lot of people with those, yeah, have very high autistic traits, um, which is for me one of the reasons why I think, you know, some of these some of these people that that do this type of like dress up as dogs and stay as dogs or cats or whatever it is can consistently do it. You think that's what it is? Like it's that need in the back of their head with with whatever autistic tendencies they have. Well, you know they can. Do it quite well. It, but one of the things is you also get to meet people who are very niche. And it's a very safe thing to do when you find those people. I, I just can't imagine. You know what? I've been trying to find people in the Flat Earth Society to come on this show. And I've all, like, you know, we had some cosplayers on with the, and they've been, they were awesome. They're doing a whole bunch of cool stuff now. I, I would love to, I've always wanted to get a furry on here to chat to them about it because there is a sexual component to being a furry. I would love to get someone who thinks that they're a, a different species. Like, I know there's a thing called other kin. Like, it's on the internet and people think that they're like dragons or they think they were like, they're like dogs or in, in stuff like that. And they put on this persona and act like dogs and, you know, they wear the cat ears around like all the time. And being that is, is what they do. I'd love to get someone on here. I don't know if it's more prevalent maybe in the USA than it is in Australia, but I would love to get people like that onto the show because I'm just well, fascinated you know by the way they're into thinking. Cosplay or fairy, send them to the We Only Do One Take podcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> I could talk. I, I could probably talk to them for ten hours because I'm just so fascinated by. It's not about what they do. It's about how they came to the realization of what they like. Yeah. You know, I was like, I, I was, um, I found some interesting stuff about something called vor porn. What the fuck is vor porn? So vor is the sexual, like people get off on people eating other people whole. Oh. So like, like you know. Like they'll get like photos, they'll shrink people down, and pretend and get make photos, pretending they're eating people or things or this and that, and that's like a sexual fetish. Right. And yeah, I right. and I heard I heard recently like I was watching some gameplay of the remastered Spyro games, and one of the monsters in that game actually eats the main character Spyro whole and then spits him out, mm. and I heard that that for some people, was the start of their fetish fetishization of being eaten or thinking about being eaten. Fascinating. And I'm, I, I played that game as a kid and I just thought, oh, look at here, yuck, whatever. 
and I now I'm like looking back and thinking about it, like, geez, people are getting off to that. Like someone's enjoying that in a way that I would never have thought of it. I'm a simple man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tetch is a simple man, people. A simple man. Well, Boobs. talking of getting <laughs> off. Tetch, you may have done this. Um, yep. People have been injecting their dicks with coconut oil. <laughs> I have not done this, but go on. <laughs> I'm most intrigued. So I'm intrigued about this too. Like, what? one, why, why? And two... A worrying what number of do? people have disfigured their penises while trying to enlarge them in what doctors are calling a nationwide problem. Doctors in Papua <laughs> New Guinea are urging people around the country to please, for the love of God, stop injecting foreign substances into their dicks. A worrying trend <laughs> of off-licence penis enlargements has been taking the nation by storm in recent years with insecure individuals pumping coconut oil, baby oil, cooking oil and silicon into their genitals to hopefully get a bit more length and girth. And the results are typically grim. According (laughs) to a surgeon at the Port Mosby General Hospital, over the past two years alone, the clinic has treated at least 500 patients who were experiencing penile disfigurement and dysfunction problems after going the injections. That's over two years. Is it one every two days? Yeah. That's unbelievable. (laughs) Like every second or third day, someone's coming in with "I've injected something into my penis," and now it's I've, I've never heard about I've never heard about injecting oil into your penis or coconut oil, but I do know that people inject uh, silicon into their testicles to make them really, really big. And apparently, I think silicon's like a long-term thing. Yeah, there's well, another there's an, there's another thing you can inject that's like long-term, but that makes the testicles really heavy. Or a silicon, no, say, no, silicon, sorry, keeps them, like, it's longer, but it's a bit more dangerous. Mm. But saline, which is just, like, the water that they put through your body, like, to hydrate you and stuff like that, you can actually pump yeah. that into your balls, like, on a Friday night, go out for the next two days, and then on Sunday, then your balls go back to normal size. Holy fucking shit, no way. That's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned about it on another podcast. If we get $100,000 like, on our Patreon account, I will allow <laughs> Turch to inject whatever he said into his balls. Saline, saline. Saline. <laughs> For $1 I'll million, dollars, my penis. <laughs> he will inject coconut oil. Um, well, yeah. The, yeah the you know what? A million dollars, I'll do it. <laughs> the bulk of patients have turned up with abnormal lumpy masses growing over their penis and sometimes involving the scrotum. A good number are coming with ulcers, which eventually burst open, and some of them have difficulty urinating because the foreskin is so swollen it cannot contract. Uh, Because of they're also injecting it with a needle, they're also injecting it in the wrong spots, and which also means that they're having difficulty getting it up. Who would have thought? (laughs) Wouldn't you be more worried about, like, if you're injecting it into your penis and making holes into your penis, wouldn't you be more worried about peeing through a different hole oh fuck me i have difficulty peeing at the the best of times i mean tonight right just before this podcast started yeah you know how we talked about piss driblets yeah right this happens to me i think i've said this before this happens to me about once a year right when you're not you sort of let your guard down right i let my guard down i didn't quite pull my pants down all the way you know the flies undone 
you know, ready to pee. And then next minute, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's got part of my, my shorts. Like, <laughs> shit, I needed to pull them down just a little bit further. What a fucking mess I've made. Wait, do you just do the fly or do you do the button too? No, I did the button and the fly, but I just didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't do a good enough job. Like right, I said, yeah. about I've, once a I've year, noticed... the, the guard, you let the guard down and fuck me. That's true. I've pissed all over my pants. Some, How often does that happen to you, Turch? You know what? It's I know that certain pants, the zipper is slightly shorter than others. And I know those certain pants, I've got to sort of pull my pants down a little bit more to make sure I miss everything. Yeah. I've been I've been working on like trying to stop the piss driblets, but I just think that I never really noticed it until I'm starting to get a little bit older and a little bit fatter. See, mine wasn't but piss I think driblets. It's mine was thing. a full fucking stream. <laughs> Like, I had it uh, So you pissed your pants. That's what you did. <laughs> yeah, I pissed my pants, but I fucking opened it as if I was ready to, you know, when I'm, you, know what I, you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. I think we should start a new podcast, right? <laughs> Only because I think there's definitely a market out there for a podcast just about toilets for men. <laughs> I, I think guys could talk about, like, going to the toilet and it t- experiences that I've had in the toilet for at, at least 10 to 15 episodes of quality content. My favourite is when you're in the cubicle talking to the person next to you. First of all, you're t- don't talk to the person. It's like trains. Don't talk to people. No, it's, it's a place fun. of solace. Every now and then you're just like, so, how's it going? I'm constipated, so I'm going to be here for a while. Ugh. Terrible. <laughs> Just terrible. Uh, yeah. Um, send us in your toilet humour to yeah. the We Only Do One Take podcast at gmail.com. You your just toilet want more. Pardon? You just want more and more material. Well, Kieran, before I go into my uh, my lovely article for the my next article, uh, how about you do some more birthday messages? All right. Sounds great. Uh, here we go. This is from a. This is from a, an avid fan. Hi, it's Alice. Fuck you, Kieran. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, That's look, all we I got. Had this conversation, three minutes. I'm expecting them to be three minutes in length. <laughs> These are just birthday messages. Birthday messages. All right, At here's one here. Ten seconds. Um, this one here, the very special one. You're going to love this one. It's from my mum. I told her it was oh. your birthday and she wanted to record you a message and she sent me the thing. And here's a story about it. I, I noticed the name of the file she sent me and it was birthday message two, which means she recorded one, didn't like it, <laughs> and recorded this one. So, this is, and for me now, it's like the potential is that there could be more, more gold, but I don't have it. But this is the message I got from my mum. This is for you, Kieran. Hey, Kieran. Heard it's your birthday. Guess you're old enough to know better. Have a good one. (laughs) Thanks, mum. Oh, good on you. Well done. (laughs) Good enough to know better what? Oh, you have to ask her next time you see her. I don't know what that means. Ugh. No, uh, 
That's the mystery of the English teacher, I think. Far too good with her words. But Kieran, I've got some exciting, exciting, exciting news. Um, this is an ongoing thing. Ongoing, um... Oh, I don't even know what to call it. But it's, it's an ongoing thing that's been, um... I've been ranting about for quite a while now. The Michael Jackson is an innocent man. And I think that Nostradamus, which is I, who called that this is all bullshit, has been finally vindicated in regards to that documentary that came out. Really? I think so. So, HBO, there's an article that just came out. HBO has pulled the plug on the Neverland documentary and Oprah has deleted the interviews with the accusers and the director from her YouTube channel. Really? Yeah. Whoa. So, uh, it says here, that, do you know how the last one Michael Jackson's accusers? James Safechuck was caught in a huge lie in the Leaving Neverland documentary. And I don't know if I talked about that one there. But mm. Safechuck claimed he was abused by Jackson inside the train station at the Neverland Ranch, which we found out wasn't even built when he said he was molested there. Mm-hmm. During that time, HBO has taken it off the air, the doc- whole documentary. And uh, it was supposed to be airing the documentary up until September, but it's just ending, and that's it. Wow. Done. Never going to be... A- and Oprah Winfrey has taken off all the interviews with Wade Robson, Safe Chuck, all deleted from her YouTube channel, which is great. Um, but the good news is that the estate of Michael Jackson is currently suing HBO and Michael's nephews are raising money to make a, a film to counter the documentary, which is really good. Uh, I think it's um, Taj Jackson uh, is doing that, so definitely get on board with that. Do you know what? I just hope people that watch the first one, whether, you know, I haven't watched the first one, right? And I, and I haven't investigated yep. the case fully, so I can't come up of with course. Yeah, that's cool. decision. Right. But I hope people that watch the first one watch the counter arguments. Yeah, it's it's important that you do, and then make up their mind, and then make up their mind. But I I have a feeling a lot of people will just not watch the counter arguments. Yeah, I I think so too. I think that's true. The first one, and I think that's true. Oh look, I'll I'll be screening it the the new documentary when it comes out. I think it's really important. Um, I'll definitely be watching it a million times and learning lots and lots, but. To add on to this, remember I was saying that the uh, ages ago, when Damien was here, I was talking about uh, how the in the 2000 and th- uh, 2003 case, 2004 case, they took pictures of Michael Jackson's penis and then they didn't use the photos. Hmm. Now, I found yes. out why they didn't use the photos. Why is that? Oh, don't tell me you injected <laughs> No, even better. So, they got these photos, and they're like, great, how good's this? We got them. All we've got to get is the kids to describe what the penis looks like. So, the kids all went into the... Talk to their lawyers. Was this while he was this black white, or when he yeah. was white? So the, yeah. Okay. Was the penis white. black or white? White, Was yeah. the penis white Well, he has been trillo. I mean... Trilio, yeah. so he, he's, he's, all his skin is now white. They lost all the pigmentation. So all the kids were asked to describe Michael Jackson's penis to their lawyers and this and that. 
and they all stated that Michael Jackson's penis was circumcised. When they looked at the pictures, Michael Jackson's penis is not circumcised. So all these kids, they literally had a 50-50 and all six kids completely wrong. Look, you'd expect at, at least, least one, one one kid. You know, at least one one kid to yeah, fuck it exactly up Yeah, exactly right. But all of them completely wrong. If that doesn't prove you know what? It's like all of these kids none of these kids were girls. They were all boys. If you're a boy, you know what a circumcised or non-circumcised penis looks like because you have a penis. <laughs> and it's either circumcised <laughs> or not circumcised. And I think you should be able to you can do your own investigative work. You know, I it's understand. like you've got the you've got the equipment 100% of the time. And you're a boy, you're probably playing with it anyway for fun. You know how the bits work, you know what the bits look like. And if you can't look at another penis and go, that looks like mine, or that doesn't look like mine, then you have no idea what's going on. And it is a magical moment when a young child figures out he has a penis. It's early on, you do the helicopter, it's always good. Yeah. You're like, woo, where did my penis go? Our good friends, Sarah and Virga, have have a kid. And um, I'm sure that, you know, when Basil figures out he's got a penis, they will be supportive. I hope so. Penises are wonderful things. They make mm. other, other, they make babies yeah. and, and, and uh, they cause piss driblets. <laughs> and they cause you to piss your pants, apparently. I can't, I can't believe our evolutionary design goes, we'll not give, we'll give you pleasure out of this organ. Or also yeah, make I, you urinate I've always out of wondered: it. is that the best? The same? Is that the, the best? same pipe? It's sort of like you couldn't have made two or a secondary one. You know what I mean? One, yeah. Well, it's the same as um, our esophagus. Like monkeys have a separate one for breathing, as they do for swallowing food. Yeah, I that's why they that. can like breathe and they can eat and and breathe. Whereas we don't. We have the same one. <laughs> And that's why we can choke on food. <laughs> we, I mean, what the fuck uh, happened with the human evolution? Oh, we have what, what's it called? The uh, the wisdom teeth are pretty average. They're causing us lots of issues. Uh, the appendix is a useless organ that's within the body that could potentially rupture. Um, that's it. Terrible. You know what? The one thing that I wish we had, what camels have, an extra storage of water. No, no, they don't have any water storage. That, the humps are for fat. Oh. fat. We have fat. Have we have fat storages. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. So this is one of the things, right, when you know you're growing up and someone is just like, yeah, camels, that's where they store their water. So I've believed that for 29 <laughs> years of my life. And just then, just then, it's like, no, that's like the brontosaurus is isn't a real dinosaur. Oh, I don't know my dinosaur it's, name, so it's I don't a, know one if I knew it, that it's real or not. It's look like the tall one, like a, like a Jurassic Park, like the first big dinosaur you see. That's meant to be like a brontosaurus, but the brontosaurus wasn't oh, real. Right. Because what they do is they mistakenly put the wrong 
head on the wrong body or something like that. So they just made up a made up oh. a dinosaur. If you go to Wikipedia, if you're interested in these sort of things, it's like uh, common misconceptions on Wikipedia or misnomers or something like that. And there's a whole list of them. Like, you know, Napoleon wasn't actually short. He was like five foot ten or something like that instead of five foot three. Like, they put five foot three on his paperwork by, uh, like, as a mistake. He's pretty short. Um, So he didn't even, like, Napoleon syndrome is nothing, like, you know, just named after him by a mistake. Um, You know, uh, the Bible doesn't say anything about gays, for instance. Like, you know, like, it says more about, like, not eating shellfish than it is about being gay. Like, you know. Mm. And it also talks about men sleeping with one another. A few times in the Bible. Let's not never, get in a Bible never. discussion this week. Yes. Turch, because we love our studies here and we love talking about penises, well, let's continue yep. it on. A study has found that men with larger beards have smaller testicles. There you go. Now, Turch, I know what you're going to say. Don't give me that mumbo-jumbo crap from America. How does this apply? I hear I what hear you're it. saying. Well, I just want to point out that these researchers... Come from West, the University of Western <laughs> Australia, which is one of the top eight universities in Australia. Yeah. It is part of the G8 of universities and also the University of Zurich. So a new study undertaken by researchers at the University of Western Australia and the University of Zurich suggests males with showy masculine as- attributes such as beards are likely to have smaller testicles than other males. The findings were published in the Proceedings of the Royal Society B, and it revealed that on average, male primates, including humans, who are great at attracting mates through display of strength and status, have smaller testicles. The study was carried out to look at the wider relationship between testicle size and hair length, with 100 primate species studied, including humans. Researchers found that poorly endowed male primates utilise their energy into finding mates using beards, long hair, and other characteristics rather than distributing it toward their genitalia. Wait, I don't... Okay. I have an issue with this right now. Because someone Mm -hmm. can have... You have a well, beard. I just have a stubble, isn't it? I don't have a beard. I've got larger testicles. No, no, no. Think about it. Because I can go. shave to... You will need that cell line. You will need that cell line. <laughs> That's why you're going to need the cell line and the testicles. Thousand bucks, people. I'll put my balls in You have a beard, I don't. You want to match your testicle size <laughs> to mine. I get it. No, because if I shave my beard tonight, I'm not going to have any bigger testicles. No, <laughs> it's the fact that you... Grow beards. You How, like okay. the beard. You Correlation the beard. is not causation. You use the beard as a compensatory method. It's okay, Turch. <laughs> I'm fine with. It's okay. I'm fine with the I'm size here. of my balls. I'm, I'm <laughs> That's listening. not the issue. I'd ra- you know what though? I'd rather have a longer shaft than bigger balls. Like if someone said to me, "You had to choose. We can give you extra extra length or extra balls." I would definitely go extra length. <laughs> I'd take length too because the bigger your balls, the more likely yeah, that it gets yeah. or grazed. So, which so suddenly problems. the tables have turned there, Kieran. I get a sweet beard and more comfortable <laughs> testicles. Uh, Swings well, and roundabouts, buddy boy. Um, 
Oh, oh, hang on. The study also says that you have a uh, smaller penis. <laughs> there we go. Uh, citation needed. Citation needed. That's all I can say about that one. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm oh, reading course, between the lines there. That's what science um, papers want you to do. Read between the lines. <laughs> Yeah. And they said the people without beards also make less money. Um. <laughs> oh, right. Well, hey, since we're talking about testicles and porn and all that, I've got another article. I don't know if we're talking about porn, theme. but go, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we are now. Man sues parents. For destroying his oh, valuable I know, I saw this today and I wanted to bring it in. But go, go, go. This is a great story. Great story. I'm impressed that someone in 2019 claims he has a porn collection worth 29 But he's suing for 120k or something. Yeah, he claims that his porn collection is worth almost 29,000. It's all fucking online. Oh no no! Oh no no! He's no, right, yeah. Porn is online. You don't need fucking. Yeah magazines. no no. Unless these are like collectibles no, from the. He had know, like wait 1950s. wait. I gotta find this because he he had an article. He had a a porno film, and it was called. Here's here it is. Um, it says uh, he okay. He had included such titles as Frisky Business, which I'm like okay, that makes sense. I'm fine with that. And then this one here really caught my attention. Big Bad Grannies. Oh. <laughs> like, if I was going to spend money on a porn film, I-, I probably wouldn't spend it on Big Bad Grannies. That's just me. But, no. in the same sense, mm. uh, we've just talked about someone who gets off by seeing pic- pictures of people eating them. So, who knows? It's always fun. (laughs) Well, I don't like this guy. And it's not because he had a porn collection. It's because he moved in, his parents divorced, moved in with one of them. And instead of getting a job, he did household chores in lieu of paying rent, according to the court documents. Okay, that's fine. Get on your feet. Do some household chores. Good on you, right? But get a job. Yeah, I agree. Okay, get a job. His dad, his dad says... He destroyed the collection, mm. right? Um, so, so that it was for his own mental health, and so that he could actually like move on with his life and get a job. I destroyed your porn was for your own mental and emotional health. I would have done the same if I had found a kilo of crack cocaine. Someday, I hope. If he's got a kilo of crack cocaine, the man is seeking eighty-six. Yeah thousand dollars in damages and if if he had a kilo of crack cocaine he would definitely be working a kilo of crack cocaine is significantly more expensive than twenty seven (laughs) thousand (laughs) dollars i'm very impressed by that i'm very impressed by that oh kieran i think it's time for a couple more i say good on the parents well done yeah look he just means he's going to digitize his porn collection which is fine he can watch super bad grannies on the internet all day long. It's all fine. Um, but nonetheless, Kieran, it is That's your birthday. Amazing. So we've got a couple of more birthday messages. And then we'll save some more for later on. But here we go. Another message from uh, from a, a close friend of ours. Hey, everybody. It's Reb here. 
And I just want to give my biggest fuck you to Kieran for his birthday. <laughs> Why do they all say fuck you? Oh, well, I, I want to give... <laughs> Why is everyone saying you. to fuck you? To, like, for to your you, birthday? Um, they do, they because do. Because they love well, me. Well, would you like another one? They love me. We call them That's wankers. Alright, here well, we go. Go for it. Hey, Kieran, you Dan Aykroyd looking motherfucker. Happy birthday. Fuck you. <laughs> That's from Blaine. That's from Blaine. Uh, uh, one, more, Blaine. one more, one Blaine more, one more. We'll save the rest for, for the clip show after the... I just want to say, Blaine sent me the best meme yep. picture. It's, yep. I can't read it out, right? It's so Fantastic. politically incorrect. Yep. But I fucking love it. Fantastic. That. I've got one more and then we'll save some for, for after the show. Hi, it's Niall. Just want to say fuck you, Kieran. Happy birthday. <laughs> I fucking get out of bed when he did that? Uh, I, look, I, I just... I, I just... What the fuck? Get them that? ready. How many times did you text him to get that? I didn't. How many times? I don't text anybody. I just say, "Hey, look at this. I got birthday messages from for Kieran." <laughs> well, I've got I've got two left. We'll play them a bit. Sorry, Niall. Niall. We'll play them a bit later on. Niall, wake the fuck. <laughs> we'll play them. Yeah. We'll play the. We'll play the other two a yeah. bit later on, but that's All okay. Right. But Kieran, I've got some very exciting news for the both of us, as I know we're such sex having blokes. And we always ask for consent when we have sex with the ladies. Very exciting news. There's going to be yeah. a new condom that emphasizes consent by requiring four hands to open the packaging. A new condom from Argenti- an Argentine brand emphasizes the importance of consent. The condom is designed so it takes four hands to open it. It's called the Consent Pack. Woo! There are four different buttons on the box and in order to open it, one person must hit two adjacent buttons while the second person hits the other two buttons. How good is that? Because when I uh, when I think about consent, when I about maintaining an erection, I think about four hands needed to open up that condom to put it on my penis. <laughs> um... That's okay. That's great. Good on him. But th- there's a few things. What happens if it's like a gangbang situation? <laughs> They've got like enough hands then. That's fine. <laughs> giving consent. A gangbang right? is You've fine. Got more hands than it's, needed. It, I think you're thinking of... than the person, right? Um, and I'm pretty sure that I'm not going to buy that because that's too much effort because the others yeah. are on the market. Yeah. So this is the consent pack. You know what I've always loved about condoms? If you get a big box of them, they call it the family pack, which is kind of like counterintuitive for me because that's exactly why you use them to not make a family. But nonetheless, look, this uh, solves the issue that if a man is evil enough to have sex with a woman without consent, but will still buy a condom that requires four hands to open. So if you're going to rape someone, it's like, yeah, I'm going to rape down. All good, Allah. But hold the phone. I want to be safe. Would you also allow me to be safe? And put your two fingers here. I think this really solves that real niche market that no one really um, 
No one's really tapped into yet. But if it was a gang rape, it'd be fine because you could just ask your buddy to help. This is, I think this is, I don't, I don't think, think they thought this one through. It, it sounds like a good idea. Like, it's like, oh, you need four sets of hands to open. But this is really sad. Let's just say your partner doesn't have an arm. How are you going to get this one open? Uh, uh, I know, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. This is like, this is for people who are disabled or amputees. My God. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, it what is a- discriminatory. <laughs> Uh, I'm very glad I haven't had to use Sorry. them in, in quite a while. That's the benefit of being in a long-term relationship. Mm. But uh, mm. I, I can't imagine this being a, a hot seller on the, on, the, on the market. Well, the market will tell us. Yep. Church, going from plowing your girlfriend with consent <laughs> condoms, after, after you do it, you want to have Always. a good night's sleep. I understand. But you're also potentially hungry. So what do you do? Uh, no, do you no, eat no, 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 no. or do you sleep? Well, the solution has now come. You can now get a baguette pillow. <laughs> one of several carb-heavy ways to take your bread no, to thank bed. thank you. This, is, this already sounds disgusting. <laughs> is this, I don't know. See, so this is the thing. I don't know if this is an ad read or an article. <laughs> it is. Well, it, Amazon has its share of weird products, but on Monday, the online retailer's latest bread-based offering went viral after a Twitter user posted pictures of a blanket made to resemble a burrito. However, the burrito blanket is hardly the weirdest bread-based option the company has available. You can also get a baguette <laughs> the size of a pillow. Uh, people... So if you like to if you like to eat eating delicious French baguette, you now can combine your two loves with this giant baguette shaped pillow, which can be yours for a mere ten ninety nine via Amazon. I'd be worried eating a, a French oh, ba- baguette from Amazon because I just wonder how long it's been stuck in that warehouse and then selected by drones. And unless you've got like overnight shipping, that <laughs> is not going to be one fresh croissant, fresh, a fresh baguette. That's going to be. Very stale. And then, to top it all off, you're going to sleep on it? Is that the intended purpose? Like, it, is it just... Like, yeah, it's a, it's a pillow. I've n- it's a pillow. It's a baguette. But de- baguettes pillow. are really crunchy. Yeah, but they're also soft on the inside. So it's crunchy and then turch. <laughs> right? Don't knock it till I, you try it. I feel like I don't need to... No- like... What I want to know is more about is this this burrito. Have you blanket. not seen it? It's like a blanket, like a swaddle for a baby, kind of thing. Think about that. Oh my god, that's fucking yeah. huge! It's a burrito the size of that, a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> that would that would do it. That would do it. <laughs> and you can also get you can also get half loaf slippers. Yeah, I've seen those. I've seen those. I just want. I can't wait to. Uh, a company makes tissue, bo- like, you know when Mr. Burns get the tissue boxes as slippers? I want them, I want them to make yeah. slippers ready for me to wear that are comfortable, <laughs> like, look like, like, look like tissue boxes so I can just go around and get people to fly in my spruce moose. 
You are funny, oh, man. I try my best. Well, You're speaking funny, of funny man. men, and this is my last thing I got here before. Yes. I think we'll wrap it up, wrap it up after this one. Um, unless you've got something else, of course. Uh, are you no, done? I'm done. Yeah, I'm yeah. Oh, this is a great one. I'll I didn't realize... my burrito blanket <laughs> and my baguette. Yeah, you can order your consent condom as well. Just try to open it yourself. Um, I didn't know this, but we... Like, Trump has a lot of nicknames for people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you've heard a few nicknames that Trump yeah. has given people and he gives himself and stuff like that. Well, there's a whole Wikipedia page dedicated to the nickname Donald Trump gives to everybody. Yeah. Really? So, I just thought I'd bring a few in. And uh, we can enjoy stuff. So, Donald Trump has called himself Mr. Brexit. At the Tariff Man. Yeah. And <laughs> President T. <laughs> Uh, here, here, here's a good one. So, um, Joe Biden, he once called him Crazy Joe Biden yeah. and Sleepy Joe. Uh, so, that's good. Uh, George H.W. Bush, who was the 30, uh, 41st President of the United <laughs> States, uh, he he called him Bush Original. <laughs> Bush Original. Uh, classic Hillary Clinton is Crooked Hillary, Heartless Hillary, Lion Hillary and Nasty Woman. Uh, it's always good. Um, Barack Obama, he called Cheating Obama. Yeah. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, who's the Speaker of the United States House of Representatives, he called her High Tax, High Crime Nancy Pelosi, uh, which is or which is a great name. Uh, Jeff Sessions, he once called Mr. Magoo, but apparently that's been denied by Donald Trump before. Um, but oh. he hasn't just called like political people. Names like foreign leaders, he's called names as well. Obviously, he called Kim Jong-un uh, Rocket Man and Little Rocket Man. Mm, I fucking... I want them to... I want them to argue again on Twitter. It's going to start hilarious. because they're, they're thinking about doing talks again. Uh, he once called Just, Justin Trudeau, who's the Prime Minister of Canada. He just called him Justin from Canada. Like, <laughs> Justin from Canada. <laughs> uh, so, some media figures. Like, you know, he's called um, Jim Acosta... Crazy Jim Acosta is called um, Michael Moore, Sloppy Michael Moore. But here are my favourite ones. And these are from, like, just other people he's called, um, like, just n- given nicknames. So, Penn Gillette. You know who Penn Gillette is? Mm. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no, no. He's, he's the magician. A pen and teller? Oh. He's the tall one. He's oh, the tall yeah, one. Yeah, the one yeah. that talks. He once called... Because he was actually on The Apprentice... When Donald Trump was obviously on The Apprentice, mm. and he said he called him goofball atheist pen. <laughs> he Ooh, called okay. Robert De Niro punchy. Oh no! He called him punchy, <laughs> crunchy. Uh, he called Stormy Daniels, who's the um, the one that sued him, and it didn't really work out. He called her horse face. <laughs> uh, Tim Cook. Uh, he called him yeah. Tim Apple. <laughs> uh, I think this is my favourite one. Uh, Tim uh, Jeff Bezos, you know the uh, owner of Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> In a tweet, Amazon, he yeah. called him Jeff Bozo. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't take that man anywhere. But seriously, go look at that list. It's so good. Like I just took some little snippets of it here and there, but uh, they're just so funny. He's just. He has a way of giving people nicknames 
that's just so so funny and they just stick they just stick and that's the important thing there oh he's a good he's man doing, he's, he's doing the lord's work i guess what can <laughs> Provo- he has provided comedians comedians don't need to comedians wake up in the morning and go trump's president my yeah. material's yeah. done and the only other thing i can say is kieran to bed i i wanted to buy you a, yes. a birthday gift i really did but sadly what i wanted to buy you wasn't really ready yet because i wanted to buy you access to the oh. flatearthsingles.com oh. flat earth singles is the first and only flat earth friendly dating website uh it's coming out soon you can register and you can hook up with other people who also believe the earth is flat this is a real site an absolutely real site it's a yep for yep. flat earth Oh my god, get, get should, me access it, to flat, that. Like, everybody, flatearthsingles.com. Have yourself a ball. You get it? A ball. And, um... <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah, I think we should end it there, Kieran. Kieran, thank you for... Yeah, it's it. For, for all you people out there, all you lovely wankers, thank you so much for all the birthday wishes you've sent, Kieran. There's a few more, but we'll do that after this. Uh, but for all your other wanking needs, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, a death threat, a rant, or a birthday message, hey, better late than never, record it on your phone and email us at weonlydoonetechpodcast at gmail.com. Kieran, happy birthday once again. And uh, we'll, Thank you very uh, much. we'll see all you lovely, lovely wankers next Thursday. <laughs> So we've got, we got two more. We've got right, two let's more. Let's hear these other ones. Just the last two. So this is from, you know, from a fan. Hey, Kieran, it's Turch from the We Only Do One Take podcast. Just want to wish you a very happy birthday and go fuck yourself. Oh, that's nice of Turch from the We Only Do One Take podcast. The, the enthusiasm <laughs> on that one was much. Uh, that was probably the ten best. Out of ten, 10 out of 10 for that one. I'll send Turch our regards. You know, he, he does good work. And I've got one more. Oh, I've geez. got one more. Hello, Kieran. It's uh, Kieran here from the We Only Do One Take <laughs> podcast. Uh, just uh, wanting to wish you a uh, happy birthday and uh, to not, not get bogged down in details, especially about the leg room. And uh, most importantly, to go fuck yourself. I thought you might like that one. I can't believe you sent yourself your own birthday message. Oh, <laughs> I don't sound like that, do I? Can't take you anywhere. <laughs>